Good Tuesday morning, and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm your host for the week, Sage Miller. Although it may be snowing, or at least it was forecasted to be snowing by now, it's almost summer concert season. Red Butte Gardens officially dropped the rest of their summer concert series lineup. With 30 shows booked, there's something for everyone. Just to name a few. Big names like ZZ Top and Bare Naked Ladies will be taking the stage. New Girl star Zoe Deschanel will be performing with her indie folk duo band She and Him. Check out the full lineup at sltrib.com. Next, reporter Leah Larson talks with managing editor Grant Burningham about a man planning to kayak around Great Salt Lake. The kayaker's intention is to capture a close-up view of the disappearing landmark with his digital camera. So that's the sound of paddling a kayak on a lake, specifically paddling a kayak on the Great Salt Lake. And the man doing that is named Brian Footen. He's actually traveling around the entire Great Salt Lake. With us now to talk to us about Brian's quest is Leah Larson, Salt Lake Tribune reporter who specializes in water. Leah, thank you for talking. Yeah, thanks for having me. So introduce us to Brian. Who is he and why is he circumnavigating the Great Salt Lake. So Brian, his background is in fish biology, and he recently started his own company where he mounts a Google GoPro on a pole to his kayak and gets a 360 view of shorelines and like near shore environments. It's kind of like a Google street view for waterways. Okay. So he's starting this company. He's from Seattle. What sparked his interest in the Great Salt Lake specifically? Well, Brian's been reading a lot of news stories about drought throughout the West. And as you know, the Great Salt Lake hit a record low last July. And then in February, lawmakers took a helicopter tour uh, to view the decline of the lake. And it helped inspire them to pass like a whole slew of water-based legislation this session. And he thought giving them a more um, intimate shoreline view of the lake could further help inspire more action. He compared it to looking at, you know, a masterwork painting in the Louvre Museum up close. Think about if you were, um, if you were at the Louvre Museum, right, and you were stepped back from a Van Gogh painting, and you could see the whole painting and be like, wow, this is amazing. But when you walk up to it and you have that ability to walk all the way up to it, you can see all the different brushstrokes. That's, that's the analogy I like to use. You know, you can see the detail. So he's gotten a view of the lake that very few people get. Does he think the lake is in trouble? You know, he's new to the Great Salt Lake, so he doesn't really have a baseline of comparison, I would say. But I think if you go out there and you just see all the exposed lake bed, like he had to drag his boat, which is weighed down with all this camera equipment and, um, you know, data collection sensors, it was pretty heavy. And he had to drag this thing across nearly a mile of lake bed. So I think even if you're new to the Great Salt Lake, you can tell that something's not quite right. Great Salt Lake is kind of an astounding landscape to look at. I can only imagine it's beautiful to paddle across. For people who might be considering also paddling around the Great Salt Lake, uh, Footen ran into some problems with permits, from what I understand. Yeah, that's a really good thing to bring up. You know, not just any, you know, Joe or Joan kayaker can just like take their boat to the Great Salt Lake and try to circumnavigate it. Even though it's shrinking, it's still really big and big sections of it are very, very remote. It's very dangerous. Um, He hasn't yet, uh, as of when I reported my story, but he'll likely have to connect with state regulators and get some kind of permit, make sure they're aware. 
Um, because the other big issue you face if you're out uh, paddling around on the Great Salt Lake is the lake is so low that they can't launch rescue boats if something were to happen. Like the marinas are dry. So what he's taking on is very dangerous. Luckily, Brian's a pretty experienced kayaker and he won't be out there alone. He's going to bring a crew of volunteers with him when he does his full survey in June. So proceed with caution if you're considering also paddling the Great Salt Lake. Extreme caution. (laughs) You can read Leah's full story on our website. Investigative reporter Jessica Miller has teamed up with journalists from KUER and APM Reports to create the Sent Away podcast. The pod digs deep into Utah's troubled teen treatment industry. The final episode was released today. Here's Jessica to tell you more about her reporting. In the final episode of Sent Away, a reporting team tells you the story of a movement for change, how some of the people who said they were mistreated in Utah teen treatment centers found their voice and demanded accountability. One of those former residents, a celebrity, helped get the movement started. In 2020, Paris Hilton came to Utah and led a rally. She later spoke at a legislative hearing where she talked about what she says happened to her when she was at Provo Canyon School in the 1990s. I was given clothes with the number on the tag. I was no longer Paris. I was only number 127. I was verbally, mentally, and physically abused on a daily basis. I was cut off from the outside world and stripped of all of my human rights. I was not allowed to be myself, hold my own opinions, or even speak. In response to this new momentum, a Utah state senator sponsored a law last year that brought more oversight of these programs. It was the first reform in more than a decade. Now, there's increased reporting requirements and new limits on how treatment centers can use restraints, drugs, and isolation rooms. There's also more state inspectors who can go into treatment programs more often. Now, state regulators know more about what goes on in Utah teen treatment centers than ever before. But is the reform working? Download our last episode wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, Jessica. The Sent Away team worked tirelessly to uncover the truth about the industry and how Utah has failed to hold various centers accountable. While the material can be hard to digest, it's worth your time. On a brighter note, mark your calendars for Saturday, August 27th, because the Tribune cordially invites you to wine and dine with us. The event hosted at Salt Lake City restaurant Lakai will include over 35 curated food and drink vendors, and entertainment will be provided. You must be at least 21 years of age to join the party, though. Visit saltcitywineanddine.com for ticketing information. We're excited to cheers with you. And that's it for today. You can find new episodes of The Daily Buzz on your favorite app. Today's episode was edited by me, Sage Miller, and a big shout out to Salt Lake City's own The Pelicans for producing our music. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.